Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. Welcome to the e-commerce freedom podcast. Before we dive in with today's episode, I've got two cool resources for you. The first one is my new e-commerce Q&A group on Facebook. So in this group, the point is you ask questions uh, in the Facebook group and I answer them with daily videos. Okay, so you can get your questions answered really, really, really quick. It's a great resource. If you go to ecommercefreedom.com and look at the top of the page, you'll see a button for the Q&A group. Click on that, it'll take you to the Facebook group. Second resource I've got for you is an Amazon Accelerator call. So what I'd love to do with you is talk about your goals, talk about where you are now, and talk about the stuff that could prevent you from hitting your goals, right? Together, on a strategy session, we will come up with a plan for you to replace your income with an Amazon business. If you'd like to book a call where we can do this, go to ecommercefreedom.com, look at the top of the page and click Amazon Accelerator Call. You'll be taken to a very short application page. You can fill that in on the next page. You should be able to book your call. All right. Hope you really enjoy the episode. Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. So had some terrible news today. Uh, I saw on YouTube, I found out about this actually, uh, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter died in a helicopter crash. And for some reason, this news hit me really hard. I don't, I don't, not sure why. Maybe it's because he was so young. Uh, he was like 41 and his daughter was 13. Uh, maybe it was just because I wasn't expecting it. And obviously it's horrible when anyone dies, but for some reason this one, uh, this death actually hit me really hard. I was just thinking, you know, if his wife, like, what must she be going through at the moment? It's just unbelievable. Um, and I'm not even into basketball or anything um, at all. But for some reason, this 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 kind of this kind of hit me hard. But it just made me think, like, it, it's just a reminder that we do have limited time to do things, and you never really know when, um, you know we're not going to have any time left. So if you are procrastinating right now, or if you are taking too long to take action, or just not putting in the time to do the things you really want to do and really going for it, then events like this are a really, really strong reminder. It's like life slapping you in the face, just saying, well, why are you procrastinating? You know? And, uh, yeah, so that's my thought for the day. Anyway, got some uh, questions today, which I really, I really want to help these people as always. And by the way, um, we need more questions, right? I've got a huge list of questions from people who've joined the group, and we've got a ton of people inside the Facebook group. And I want more questions. We need more, and um, so I can help more of you guys out. So if you have a question, please comment below this post, or just make a post inside the group, and I will get to it. Probably very soon. I might even get to it tomorrow, so you'll get a super quick answer. All right, so Sandra asks, what reports need to be considered when doing bookkeeping? So this is a great question. This is a great question, obviously, because when you're running a business, you want to be able to keep all of your books tidy um, so you can get your accounts ready, you can pay all your taxes properly, etc., etc., etc. Super important. Uh, and with an Amazon business, you have lots of transactions. So keeping this stuff tidy is super, super important. Now, you can actually print off loads of reports from the Amazon back office. So this can make things quite easy, actually, because it's all organized for you. You can print off transaction reports, order reports, reports of FBA fees you've paid, other fees, taxes, stuff like that. 
uh, that you've paid um, and that can be very helpful. So here's what I recommend you do when you're thinking about your bookkeeping. Number one, find an accountant to help you. Okay, so again, whenever you're looking for a service provider, whether it's a supplier, an accountant, uh, a freight forwarder, um, whatever it is, right? Don't just contact one. Don't just contact the first accountant that you see that comes up on Google who's near you. Contact 10, 20 accountants. Get quotes and information about how they work with you from at least five, then make your decision about who's going to be the best. Okay, some accountants charge loads, some are very cheap, some are terrible, some are very, very, very skilled and good. They're human beings, they're, they're, they're business owners and uh, they vary in quality. So contact a lot of them, pick one who seems good after you've compared to all the others and then go ahead and ask their advice about the best way to prepare your books in your specific situation for your business because it will vary um, and that's why you can't really give like blanket advice to, to all Amazon business owners about how to do the accounts. That's the first thing to do. Then, if your accountant's cool with it, uh, which they probably will be, you can actually get two pieces of software which will make your life so much easier. So number one is zero. Okay, so zero is very popular accounting software. And the other thing is A2X. So you can plug this into your Amazon account. Okay, It'll go right into your Amazon account. It will pull all of the transactions out of your Amazon account and it will put them into zero for you. So any sales you make, any tax you've paid uh, on like VAT for the fees, any fees you pay, all that stuff, it pulls it out and it puts it into zero. And therefore, um, your accountant will be able to uh, organize everything um, uh, for you within your bookkeeping software and um, you won't have to do it all manually which is really nice that's how I would organize your reports for your bookkeeping uh, moving forward but obviously you want to make sure whatever system you're using works with your accountant um, so you can keep everything re ready and get it submitted on time so yeah great question Sandra Alice asks is it possible to do this from a two-bedroom flat with minimal space? So this is a great question. Um, so obviously thinking practically about, you know, what it's going to take to build the business and are you going to have loads of boxes and loads of stock taking up space in your small flat as you build your business? So this is an interesting question. Like, I'm not going to say that it's never going to become a problem having some stock in your flat right um, you know there's probably going to be a time at some point where you need to place a big order of stock and it needs to sit in your apartment for a few days right it, it, it could happen it's relatively likely or you know something could be sent back from the FBA warehouse to you because you want to modify it switch it around, etc, etc, etc. So that could happen. But you really, you've just got to decide how important is it to you that you want to build this business? I mean, if it's really, really, really important to you and you really do want to build another income, then I don't think you'll really mind having some, you know, really profitable stock at your house. You know, if you have, say, four boxes of stock at your house, loads and loads and loads of units of a product in those boxes ready to go to Amazon, and this stuff 
is, you know, potentially going to make you, I don't know, 20 grand or something, right? I don't think you're going to mind it taking up a bit of space. Right? It's kind of like saying, you know, oh, you know, having like four boxes of diamonds in your house and being being like, you know, oh, I just can't deal with all, all the space these diamonds are taking up, right? Or why can't someone get rid of these briefcases of cash that are taking up space in the corner of my house? Right, it's not really going to be a big issue if the stock's going to be profitable. So I don't think it's something to worry about. Yes, it's probably going to be a, a bit of a problem at some point. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I would move forward and, and do it anyway. Remember, you're going to be using Amazon's warehousing space. And as your business grows, you have the option of using other warehousing space as well if the, the long-term storage fees start to mount up a bit too much. So... I wouldn't worry too much. Clive says, how to get a shipment from China to the UK or the US? Good question, Clive. So, simple answer uh, is to, well, first of all, you have to decide how big is the shipment? Because if it's very small, if it's just like a box, then you can use express shipping. In other words, DHL, or another courier who will actually pick up the box from the supplier deliver it to your end location, right? So this is door-to-door -door shipping. Um, and um, there's another abbreviation for it, um, DDU, I believe, door-to-door uh, -door shipping, right? And that can be good because it's very, very, very simple. The courier handles everything. They can even take it through customs and give you the invoice and you can pay it. <clears throat> it's very fast, it can be up to Three days I've had stuff shipped with express shipping from China. Unbelievably fast sometimes. Um, the the negative thing about express shipping though is it's very expensive. Like per unit, it's very expensive. So as you order more stock, say you've got two boxes, five boxes, ten boxes, whatever, starts to get heavy, then you don't want to use express anymore. You want to use um, either air cargo or air freight. And then as it gets even bigger and heavier, sea freight. Okay, uh, which takes four to five weeks. <clears throat> so the best thing to do is get a quote from your supplier for express shipping, ask them how much is it gonna cost. Then you can speak to some couriers, like phone up DHL and be like, I wanna get a uh, box of stock shipped from, I don't know, Shenzhen in China to the US or to UK. Ask them how much it would cost, get a quote, um, and see if that makes sense. If it doesn't, then find a freight forwarder and ask them for quotes, okay, for the other shipping methods you can use. Um, and again, we don't just want to contact one freight forwarder, contact five, ten, get quotes from several, then figure out who's going to be the best to go with, because there's some freight forwarders who will rip you off, some freight forwarders who haven't realised that their prices are way too cheap, and that will obviously be to your benefit. So make sure you contact several, then you can go ahead and get your stuff shipped. Alright, hopefully today's questions have been very helpful for you. Hopefully we have some lighter news uh, tomorrow when I wake up, right? That would be nice and uh, I can't wait to help more of you out. So if you're watching this video outside of the Facebook group, click the link above or below the video to join in the group and as you enter the group you'll see a little box that comes up. You can write a question in there. Once you've write, written your question I'll approve you into the group You'll get it answered on a video like this. If you're inside the group right now, please post any other questions you have 
inside the group and I will get to them this week. Alright, thanks so much for watching this video and we'll speak very soon.